Welcome to the Monday podcast. Ten years ago in our universities, the question was whether God existed. Dawkins and Hitchens were all the rage. I remember speaking at an events week at Warwick University, and the Atheist Society turned out in force. And the question they wanted to know was, is God real? Well, by and large, the question is shifting today from, God, is God real, to, is God good? Take Exodus, we're looking at on Sunday mornings. Is God good if he kills the firstborn? Or later in Joshua, is God good if he destroys whole cities? And it's not limited to the Bible, is it? You say God's good, so why doesn't he stop famines and tsunamis? Why doesn't he intervene in wars and epidemics? Why didn't he stop my wife dying? Or heal our six-week-old daughter? It's the goodness of God that is on trial today. And yet, as we look at the fruit of the Spirit, Paul insists that part of that fruit is goodness. Goodness. It carries the sense of of purity, of transparency. With a a good person, there's no deception. What you see is what you get. They are, in reality, all that they appear to be. Their words and their behaviour on the outside match what's going on on the inside. There's no sham, no pretense. A good person is not a politician who's looking for a a, a photo op. They're not a spin doctor looking for a soundbite. Good people do what they do simply because it's the right thing to do. You can depend on a good person to do what they say and to do what is right. And that's what our generation doubts about the God of the Bible. We live in a, a society that's profoundly suspicious of authority They're only doing that because there's something in it for them, we cynically think. And we apply that to God. The truth is, God is simply not like that. We, um, every now and again, sing words from Deuteronomy 32, verse 4. He is the rock, his works are perfect, and all his ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong, upright and just is he. In other words, God is good without any deception or crookedness. And he is like that always through and through, like a solid rock in his character and in all his actions. God is good and God does good. And so not surprisingly, when we look at Jesus Christ, we find that Peter can describe him to Cornelius as someone who went around doing Good. Now, we think that means he went around doing good things. Well, he, he did, but it's more than that. Jesus did what was right, even when he could have chosen an easy way out. He refused to deviate from what he knew was the Father's will for him. And we see that again and again. Take his temptation in the wilderness three times. The devil offers an easier route through popularity, through spectacular stunts, through political power. And each time Jesus chooses the path of the suffering servant and the obedient son. Simon Peter tries to put his arm around Jesus and talk him out of the suffering and crucifixion, but Jesus stops dead in his tracks and rebukes him. His own mother and brothers try and get him to come home, give up this embarrassing, risky public ministry. But Jesus claims his true mother and brothers and sisters, 
are those who do the will of the Father. In the Garden of Gethsemane, as the cross bears down, he prays desperately for any other option other than what lay ahead the next day. But then he chose to do the Father's will. When they arrested him, he knew he could call on a legion of angels to rescue him, but he didn't. And even Pontius Pilate dangles the possibility of release before Jesus at the very last moment when he's staring the cross in the face. But Jesus refuses. Do you see, he demonstrated goodness through his integrity and his determination to do what was right, to do the will of his Father. Is God good? Well, the life of Jesus Christ screams at us, yes, he is. And it's not surprising then that the Christian, filled with his spirit, should be the same. Do a word search sometime and you'll see that Paul had a lot to say about doing good. Read Titus. Actually, this word good comes up again and again and again. Or think of Ephesians 2. Who are Christians? They are those created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. This week, you will find yourself, as will I, faced with an exquisite pain when you have to make a choice. Uh, perhaps a difficulty or problem will arise and you'll feel the pain of it because it, it's like you're being torn in two. The choice is to respond to it with goodness, in which case there will probably be painful or difficult or hard consequences, or to escape that hardship by lying or deceiving, by manipulating or controlling the situation, by spinning or exaggerating, by tricking or misleading. And some of us are really very, very good at doing that. So good that the people we work with or live with don't even know we're doing it. Phew, we think, I got away with that one. But we didn't. Because God sees. He sees everything. And he is good. And he wants his children to be good. So that when that time of tearing comes, before you make the easy decision, just stop. Just stop for a moment. Lift your eyes to God. Ask him for help. Father, please, I hate this. I feel like I'm being torn in two. I know I can do the easy thing right now, and every part of me wants to. But I know I need to do the good thing, the right thing, because I'm your child. Jesus chose the good thing to save me. So by your spirit, would you strengthen me and help me right now to make the right choice? And whatever the consequences, would you help me to be able to face them and live with them? And it's by doing that again and again and again that we will help the people around us to see the God that we serve is good. They might not like what we say or how we live, but they might respect us. And in time, some will come to trust him. 